so there was one thing, last piece of weird news. I didn't know if you knew this. I didn't know this. Back in 2017, Gatorade was banned and fined $300,000 for bad-mouthing water in a video game. Toy Story? Gatorade. Toy Story? So this is something that's been talked about, I guess you could say, back since like the 13th century. Uh, St. Thomas Aquinas. I don't like that. Why? St. Thomas Aquinas. Aquinas? 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 So he established established the doctrine of double effect, essentially. Double effect. And that's what this, that's why you have those two scenarios there. Right. So this doctrine says that for an act to be morally permissible, you know, he's he's trying to make uh, black and white out of this weirdness that's going on with this trolley. Right. It has to fit certain criteria. For starters, the outcome has to be a good one. Both examples what? in the tri problem have that. Five people survive a terrible accident. Secondly, the outcome has to be at least as important as the action taken. Both examples cover that too. Five lives outweigh one. In other words, they're, they're quantifying it. They're using quantity yeah. only. They, yeah. they don't take into account, this is going to sound horrible. What if the one was a spry 20-year-old just starting life and the trolley was a bunch of 98-year-olds? That's, that's, that's a good one, too. It, it doesn't take into account that, okay? Nope. They're just taking into account quantity five over one. Uh-huh. Okay. Thirdly, the action can't be taken for the purpose of evil, even if it does result in beneficial good. In other words, you can't pull the lever just because you want to kill the man standing in front of the sandpit. <laughs> he had it coming. Lastly, the good effect has to be produced by the action taken, not by the bad effect. And that's where they, they, they use that thought process to say, either throwing the man in front or pulling the lever is okay, because the effect was... Throwing the man slash pulling the lever saved lives, not killed. <laughs> right. Yeah, they're not. Yeah. That being said, it me. is preferable for the switch over the man. Yes. By pulling the lever, you take the action in that indirectly results in the death of the man on the tracks. In the second, yeah. you are intentionally swinging him to his death, That's painting same. the trolley red. <laughs> yeah. See, because also for the first one, pulling the lever like that was obviously put there by design in case something went wrong. For the second scenario, there's nothing that's been put in place to help those people. So it's like I feel better about pulling the lever knowing that, well, this was made in case something goes wrong. Anyways, like this is here to save people if something goes wrong, but then that guy just unfortunately happens to be in the pathway of uh, the safety of the others. (laughs) Yep. So Aquinas actually kind of continued on with that thought process, and that's actually where we get our uh, philosophy, at least in the U.S., of self-defense. As long as the victim's intent is to save his or her own life and not to kill his or her attacker, then self-defense is reasoned, justified, and allowable. Because all of a sudden you, you take that whole concept and the idea of, hey, you know, let's say 
you're being a, you're being mugged, and like they're threatening to shoot you. Oh, yeah. Or maybe they've shot you in the arm already. You know, kind of oh, as as a warning grace. If a gun's already been drawn, that's a, that's it. And you draw your gun and you shoot and you kill. Yep. Does that cross that black white murder line? Nope. Nope. See, so, because uh, I would say it doesn't even have to be a gun drawn. Okay, knife. Yeah. If that per that's the thing is that you don't know that person's intent and how far they're going to go with their attack on you. Right. And like, what was it? Seeing the video when there was the whole, like all that, like the uh, Asian uh, like hate crimes and stuff was going on or being made into a big deal. There was a video of this guy running into this old man like just like running into him and like shoving him and the man went I mean he was an elderly man so I mean I guess you know being old that doesn't help you know really he's old and he's elderly yeah (laughs) well I'm saying like being (laughs) being older like I mean you're, you're more fragile so I mean getting lunged like that into a wall can cause a lot more damage which that man ended up dying yeah. So for that guy though, that did that, like if that old man had a gun and he was getting charged like that, I guess that's a, that that's that is more of a tough situation to justify him shooting the other guy that's charging him because it's like, I guess you never would have thought. Well, I guess I wouldn't have thought that you know just that. Ah, well, that's the thing. After seeing the hit, like that was a big hit. Yes, but does a hit normally constitute something that is life threatening? That's where it depends on the person. Like for that old man, clearly it was because he died. Um, but could you, as let's say you were a bystander there, yeah, you saw the guy charging, you would have had enough reflex time to pull out your gun and shoot. But could you make that assessment for the guy that he would die? Oh yeah, no, I no, yeah, no. In That's which the case, thing. then, would that 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 ponders an interesting thing? If you were to shoot, you'd probably be charged with murder or homicide. I would be, yeah. yeah. If the old man were to shoot, he'd be charged with self-defense. Maybe he could. I would. I would hope he, he could reasonably argue. Yeah, that a man charging him would be life-threatening, especially for an older man. Well, then I can make that argument then, though, too. But self-defense. But is the self-defense well, that's, for you or for him? That would be self-defense for him. Because um, uh, I, I, I'm also thinking of, I remember there was seeing, and this video made me so angry. It was when there's, it was, he was a big guy, and he kicked down this like lady, and then he just started kicking her and beating her on the side of the street, or on, the, on the sidewalk. Yeah. Like, for how hard he was hitting her, and he was aiming for her head, I would have shot him, I guess, potentially. Maybe not to kill him, but to stop him. Because that's the thing, too. You don't have to shoot somebody with the outcome of them dying. Now, maybe that, no, no, I wouldn't even say that would be the best, because couldn't the family of that person come after you and sue you? Because I thought that was one reason why uh, 
cops were told to shoot to kill, which I believe is, is, I don't know if that's the truth or not still. Uh, I'm sure that has changed, especially in recent years. With, yeah. With other things. Because I remember, like, but yes, the, the other families could come after. Yeah. So, one or one way or another, you could still get sued. So, I would not want to shoot somebody in hopes to killing them if they're just, if they don't have something that, like, if they don't have a gun and they're just using their hands and, you know, whatever, limbs to beat somebody up. I wouldn't want to shoot to kill. I would want to shoot to stop. Okay. See, I love how you keep introducing a lot of gray in. I don't know if that's gray, though. That doesn't seem like it'd be gray. I I would say, and here's my argument on why. Yeah. Okay. And this is why, and and that's fine. I, I agree there is gray. So I'm not saying like right. like this is a bad thing. Mm. When you try to live a world where everything is black and white, mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff as you're as you're bringing up and you're talking about that doesn't fit into that. There, as soon as you start adding exceptions to the rule, yeah. that's when you start adding in gray. Right. Gray isn't like I don't know what to do with its middle murkiness thing. Gray is it's an exception. You don't shoot, okay. you know, you don't, you don't draw your gun and use it unless it's for self-defense of yourself or it's for the self-defense of someone else that you see who's being beaten up or you think your or someone else's life is in danger or you think this or you, this or this. Right. You don't lie to protect someone. You don't lie unless it's to prevent someone from being killed. unjustly killed or unjustly found out and executed when they shouldn't be example Nazis and uh, Jews. Okay. Yes. You know, you could almost argue that that would be fine, you know, and be like a God, just forgive me for that. You know, I, I would, I, I, if I was so in that place, he... if I was in that place, even if I said, you know, if I'm sitting there going, do not lie, I would have a hard time going along with that, to be honest. Wait, what? Like if, if I was a family living around the time World War II, yeah, Nazi Germany around. Yeah, and I had oh, and, and I had Jews hiding in my attic, or whatever. Yeah, I would have a hard time <laughs> being like, "Oh, I can't lie." Well, I, yeah. I, well, I, I, I would have to allow myself to do that. There, yeah, I because I can't imagine. Yeah, I don't know. Now I'm curious. So, so you know, I'm. I'm that's why I said be... as soon as you start adding an exception, as soon as you start adding an, a yeah. but, uh, or uh, unless. You're adding in gray. Mm-hmm. And we need to get more comfortable living in that gray area at times. You know, there are some things that, you know, I will agree pretty much black and white. Right. Things that will get, yeah, you know, there's, and even this, you can't even say black and white anymore because there are medical, and when I say medical, I mean like uh-huh. people born with the exceptions. So my, my phrasing is the majority of the time, uh-huh. there's only, there's only two genders, male and female. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, you, you are going to, ha- and people are going, oh, but you have these people who are born this way. I'm like, that's why you have to say it that way. Cause there are people who yeah. due to genetics or medical issue or whatever, be born with both genitalia, born with, you know, right. one genitalia, yeah. but they're genetically another uh, gender sort of thing. 
that does happen. That doesn't mean that this whole other uh, trend of be fluid gender and be this star gender and galaxy gender and all that. For the most part, male and female. Okay. See, well, that that I mean, so and that's why you're saying that it's just gray because of those. Well, no, that's a gray area because of those small. That's why I worded it the way I did. For the most part, yeah. It's black you know, and white. It's black and white. Yeah. That that's one of those few black and whites I still believe in. Okay. You know, for the other parts though, for black and white, you know. Yeah. How do you how do you re- just, how do you reconcile the thou shall not murder? Again, if the American legal version of murder is, you know, preconceived thought, uh, mm-hmm. you know, killing unlawfully. Thou shall not murder with, you know. Self-defense, sometimes that doesn't marry up. And people made arguments to not, where they, they're going, well, these don't marry up then. And I get their arguments. I don't agree with them, but I get where they're coming from. You know, so you keep adding this gray in all the time. What about the stealing? Just enough food for, you know, family to live. You see that, unfortunately, decent amount of times. You even see like, you know, you see it once in a while where the like the policeman catches the mom stealing a car seat from Walmart or something like that for her child, and then the police officer buying the car seat and you know donating it to her. Oh, you know stuff like that. Yeah, you know and that's where uh, it, if it were what was it um, in those situations like if that's like an actual necessity. Does that then negate the no stealing? Well, that's yeah. As a as a as a store owner, would you rather not like see that person, you know, have that person's kid be safe and legally riding in a car? You know, if we were back in the day of like mom and pop stores, right? I could see that argument actually working in a mom and pop shop. Yeah, because, you know, it's a mom-pop shop. They're going to know the people in their community, hopefully. You I'd know. say that would make it even – I feel like for a local mom-and-pop shop, that would be um, – the reason I'm saying I, I say this is that would be more impactful yeah, financially it would on a mom-and-pop shop. It would be more impactful financially on a mom-pop shop, but they also – They care about the people more. They're going to care about the people more because it's people in their community, and yeah. there's a chance they may not – they may know them. Right. You have a conglomerate like Walmart, right? Yeah. Let's say this happens. But they're not even supposed to stop people from stealing, from what I've been told from people that work at Walmart. To a point, I guess. Like if depending on what it is, they're just supposed to let it go and then they'll call about it and deal with it later. Yeah. So I police may still catch them when leaving the store and that. Right. But it's not it's Walmart itself that's not supposed to. Yeah. But yeah. anyways, back to what I was making point of you know, this happens, let's say, at a Walmart, right? Big conglomerate, big stores everywhere, right? Yeah. Guess who's the owner? It's not a local person. No. Yeah, it's some It's big... corporate. Back yeah. in whatever state their corporate office is, I don't know, it's some southern state. Uh-huh. Some ding, 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 ding. Yeah. <laughs> you know, somewhere down there. They're going to look at it and be like, no, that's just another stolen item. Get it back or whatever. They're not going to care so much about, well... Yeah. Hey, you know, she just lost her job, blah, blah, blah. Right. Well, so that's and then what's funny is then they'll go and be like, we're helping America by donating da, 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 da. No, you're not. 
I know. But when we lost the mom and pop stores, you know, a good chunk of them, we're losing them still every day. Um, That's when we lost a lot of that kind of that flexibility in in sort of the ways. Which I I mean, I would say it should even be, it should be opposite of that. These ginormous, like, stores should be able to take more of a hit versus a mom and pop shop, which I'm sure they do. Oh, they can easily do that. But here's the question then. Mm -hmm. Okay, yes, they can take the hit. Yes, they probably won't even flinch if they have whatever stolen, but is that right? Just to allow it, no. See, that's the thing where it's like, okay, uh, I guess this is also, I mean, there's, it's impossible to keep track of because the amount of, I mean, just the population. Because think of how many people would probably be in that situation where they literally need, well, they, I guess they're, if they're taking what they need and were to have to s- steal it, I wish there could be that, I guess, I wish it, it, having a mom and pop relationship, but obviously it being giant corporate, whatever. Because um, like I would, if I were an owner of Walmart, whatever, and I heard, oh, this lady stole a car seat, whatever. It's, I guess there's, I don't know. I'd rather talk to them and be like, okay, why did you do this? Kind of like the thing like when these kids stole my car. Yeah, at first I was pissed. <laughs> but at the same time, afterwards I was thinking, well, how did they grow up? What made them want to steal the car? I mean, I don't know. I mean, they could they could have grown up with where, I mean, stealing stuff was normal. And they're pretty much, I mean, almost maybe they were raised on people that were stealing stuff. I don't know. But it's like I would have rather have gotten an idea of where they were coming from and why they decided to steal my car versus just throw the book at them and hope they get caught and busted. So so I have a question for you. There's definitely, there's just no love or care for the like human humanity for some people. They're just and that's where you greed try, and selfishness. Well, that's where you also got to try to balance out the what is right. Because at yeah. what point do we say this is allowed to be stolen, this isn't? I would still say none of it should be stolen. Uh-huh. You can have mercy on somebody okay. for doing that. Does that, you know, in the future, does that allow that to be right for them to do again? No. That's saying, hey, this was wrong. There could have been other ways to go about getting said item, I would imagine. I mean, everybody knows, at least hopefully somebody that might be able to help them out. Um, but I guess, obviously, if if they have done everything they can to get something that they need. Who defines need? Huh? Well, I guess, uh, does it? And I guess that's the thing also where it's, are you just going on what is a necessity to keep you alive or something that's going to keep you out of trouble? 
I need TV to keep me alive. I need to be able to watch no. the latest Kardashians. Well, if you're stealing the TV, no, yeah, if you're stealing the TV, I'm sorry. I need that latest pack of Pokemon cards. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's that's why I asked. Yeah, who defines need? I would imagine need is just something that actually is supposed to sustain you and keep you alive. Entertainment keeps people alive. People do need to be entertained. But you don't need a TV to be entertained. Fine, Pokemon cards. You don't need that either. Why do I need them to be entertained? You can walk and go to a public location. People are entertaining. <laughs> I can't go to a public location right now due to COVID. What? I need. That's a lot of bull crap. <laughs> I need something for at home while I'm alone. Um, pick up some leaves from a tree. And... I need dog food, cat food, kitty litter. <laughs> A new crate, a new purse. It sounds like you need to get rid of some animals that you can't take care of. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, so that's the thing. It's like I, I get, I get it. You know, yeah. I, I'm compassionate. I'm not being cold-hearted. I'm no, compassionate yeah. for those who are like, I need. If anything, I'm being more cold-hearted. You know, food or whatever for you know my kid, and they steal. You know, right? I, my heart well, goes out for them. At the same time, okay. At the same time. There are, at least in southeast Wisconsin, um, a lot of food pantries and a lot of food things. In fact, I know the Hispanic yeah. church here at most, a lot of Saturdays, they do a food pantry. Yeah. And so it's like, at the same time, it's like, yes, I get it. I understand. But there's a lot of resources where you could go about this a safe, legal way to right. do it. Right. And people go, well... But you don't know what I need. Put that again. What, who defines what the need what list the is? Need is, and then at that point it starts going. Oh, do we get a list from the government of what is allowed to and not be allowed to be stolen? And then you start getting the looters in California and that, where as long as it's oh, under a thousand dollars, anything could be is, stolen. That's nuts. So that's why it comes down to is like, okay, where does it stop? Right. Where does that gray enter in? Well, I think, I mean, as, obviously as time, I feel it goes on, people are just willing to put up with the crap as long as it doesn't cause more issues. Like for the whole, oh, you can steal $2,000 without us coming after you. To me, that's just saying, oh, you know, we'll we'll put up with it so we don't have to, you know, have more problems down the line if we actually try and stop you from doing something wrong. And who's and who's going to pay for those problems? Who's going to pay for what pro wait, what problems? The problems of stuff being stolen. The owners of the Yeah, and, place. How, and how are they going to pay for it? They're well, supposedly insurance. But and, that's and, and how's insurance going to pay for it? I don't know. They're going to raise the rates. What happens when rates on insurance get paid need yeah, to be paid? They can't Afford it? No. Well, the shop owners wouldn't be able to afford. No, they no. raise the prices. Oh well, I mean, yeah, I guess there's that. Yeah, and so you'll have, you know, so and so it will dis disproportionately affect small business like mom and pop shops. Oh yeah, Walmart could, you know, absorb that. You know, oh yeah, you know, they yeah. they could absorb that increase in insurance costs or whatever. But little no. Joe Schmo's shop over here that well, sells magical saying. goods and crystals. Allowing people to steal up to $1,000 is 
is ridiculous. Yep. They should be on those people and, you know, not allow that in the first place. So what's the limit? Huh? There is none. So there is no limit. Or like as in saying that there's, they shouldn't allow anything to be <laughs> stolen like that. So like what's the max amount that you could steal before Aaron before Johnson? Before people start before, caring? Before Aaron Johnson's law kicks in on, you know, this is this is the limit on how much you can steal before I'm going to come down on you. I mean, I wouldn't allow anything. I feel like people, because if you're allowing that, I'm those some of those like, the people that are stealing from like the Nordstroms and stuff like that. Okay, or whatever. You know, we'll, we'll exclude those. We'll exclude like the high fancy retails and TVs and that. How much bread has can, been stolen? Can someone steal before Aaron Johnson starts coming down on them? I guess why are they stealing it? They is need, it out of need or is yeah. it out of they're just pissed off? Like I guess for this for why like all the rioting and stuff like that. Like if it's mass, they'll they'll say it's out of need. Well, then how do you you'd have to prove that I guess? How do you prove it? Uh, you'd have to actually dig into the what that person's life is like. I guess you expect a police officer to sit there and do that That's right the then thing. and there. We, no, you can't. That's the uh, exactly. So, sucks. so how much bread can they steal before Aaron comes down and says no more? You were being cited or going to jail. Ah, <sighs> yeah, you should steal anything because ultimately it comes. And this is how I see it. Either we're yeah. going to let society crash into that wall and collapse and we all go squish, or yeah. we're going to finally pull that lever and let that train run over the old man. Right. And then go into the sand pit. And that old man being the fact that we say, sorry. Sorry. At least, you'll, at least you'll get cited. You know, not necessarily hauled off to jail. You know, because if you're, if you're still like a 99 cents loaf of bread, okay? Yeah. Let's say that. I don't think you should be hauled off to jail. Should you get yeah. a citation? Yes. And yeah. then and then guess what? Go plead your case in front of the judge. Right. Well, I guess well, – yeah, Well, because in the U.S. legal system, right? Yeah. Judges are allowed to, based on the circumstances yeah. and the severity of the crime, so that's, adjust the sentences unless there are minimum sentences involved, which okay. in that Denver case, that's why the initial one was so high, the Denver trucker. Oh, the Colorado trucker. Yes, yes, yes. The yes, reason yes, the, the sentence was so high initially, 110 years, yeah. was there were minimum sentence laws in place. For something like that happening. For for the deaths. Yeah. And because of the number of deaths, the minimum sentence was 110 years. That's crazy. So minimum sentence laws, honestly, I think should not be done. Yeah. Because we have found too many cases... Because minimum sentence laws are like black and white to the extreme. You're found guilty, Aaron, of stealing in, let's say, future, right? There's yeah. a law. You are convicted of stealing, you're automatically 50 years in jail. Right. Okay, and you're found guilty of stealing, 50 years in jail. Yeah. Aaron, you go and steal 99 cent loaf of bread, which in the f- 50 year, you know, in the future, if there's ever 99 <laughs> cents bread again, that would be amazing. Wow. <laughs> so um, let me phrase that. <clears throat> Aaron, you were convicted and found guilty of stealing $10 worth of bread, you know, a small mini loaf yeah. Of, yeah. of bread. Due to minimum sentencing laws, 50 years of jail. Right. 
that's where I think the the black the and white has gone way too far and where I would like to see those removed because some of them are are extreme. Now, you know, if you're saying, hey, it's a, a murder, I could see a minimum sentence. Yeah, if it's like... But not like, oh, my brakes went out and I accidentally killed someone. Well, that's... That yeah. wasn't intentional. No. Yeah. I, the trucker did not like hang out his cab and cut his brake lines. And <laughs> say, y'all gonna die. <laughs> no, it, it was a pure accident. He did yes. not intentionally mean to See, do that's, that. But yeah, that's where I, but, I guess that plays differently though. Because yeah, that is one, an accident, not just a straight up yeah. murder. But th- maybe one where like, hey, you pull out your gun, not in self-defense and intentionally kill someone, murder someone. Okay. Minimum sense there. Okay, I can get behind that. Yeah. But- Theft or, and, and this one might sound weird. I'm not even for minimum, uh, minimum sentencings, you know, minimum enforcement, you know, sentencings for like yeah. drug possession or usage. Drug, no, yeah. You know, I'm I'm not for it at all. Don't oh get me wrong. Don't gosh. don't say don't don't take yeah. it to a think that I am. Yeah. Uh, but that should be left up to the judge. Now, How much did they have on them? Did they have intent to s- distribute or sell? You know, is this a repeat offender type situation? Right. If, you know, if there's multiple times, multiple instances, multiple history, then yes, you know, they're going to be throw the book. But yeah. if it's, you know, uh, a, 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 a younger guy, younger lady, first time, you know, they're trying to find their way in their life and they screwed up, don't destroy their life because of that. No. And there are states that have some strict minimum sentencing requirements, and it just is uh, ridiculous. So in well, that yeah, regard... Yeah, if you're going to bring that into it, I mean, to go back to the whole stealing a loaf of bread, I mean, none of it should be done. Because then, you you know, you you'd made the comment of saying, you know, well, is a cop supposed to, like, investigate that person's situation? I mean, not every cop can do that because think of how many people I'd have to do that for. Yeah. So then if they do, like, get in trouble for this and have to have that court date, well, then and if that's where they find out, oh, well, okay, you know, what is your situation? Like, if that eventually happens and they can get, a, you know, be get, get shown some grace on that, then, I mean, well, then, yeah, it's just like, yeah, you just don't allow – Anything to get stolen like that. And then when the situation, when that person's time comes to be dealt with, that's the other thing that sucks, though, is there's probably so much in line that's just going to take some time. Well, the courts are always kind of backed up, and it always will take some time, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, it... Minimum sentencing laws, yeah, depending on what it's for. Yeah, and, that, e- and each state is different. Oh, for sure. So Wisconsin doesn't have too many. We have mandatory minimum sentences for child sex offenses, repeat serious sex offenses, and repeat serious violent crime. That's felony murder or second degree intentional homicide. So... <laughs> There, you know, that's really where we have in Wisconsin, yeah, minimum sentencing. Uh, what, yeah, I'm trying to. I, I wish I could remember the girl's name. Um, 
but it was it was during the Rittenhouse stuff. Like after that got finished, there was people calling justice for this one girl, um, who she had killed. I'm I'm guessing what he was like a pimp for or something like that. Okay, but she had killed him, burned his house down, and then took his BMW because he used her for well, like pro, I, I'm, I thought it was. Like prostitution and stuff like that, and he just sold her for sex and stuff like that. So he was being a pimp. Yeah. Yes. Because um, I know, yeah, people were calling for justice for this girl, and I was thinking about that. I was like, man, personally, I'd like to. S- I hope she would be okay. But the only thing that I have, if if it's happened as from how I just said it, when yeah. this is. Uh, I hope I don't know I hope she's won't wouldn't get in trouble mainly because of what she's been put through because I don't know how messed up it had to have been um but I guess just kind of going into the <laughs> I guess that would be yeah going to the whole gray areas kind of thing is is her are her actions justified because of what she was put through as far as killing that man and taking his car, I guess, and burning his house down. Um, Because I don't know how she killed him. That's the thing. That's the only thing I feel like she would have against her is if she didn't kill him in self-defense. If it was premeditated. Is she going to be in trouble for that? Which, yeah, man. That sucks. <laughs> the world, sir, the world is a disaster. <laughs> and, you know, personally, I know a lot of people try to live this world in a very black and white scenario. Right. It is hard to do that. It is nigh almost impossible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just because of all these little, all these little exceptions you carve out, just just in that little like thing you just said right, right. now, all oh. those little exceptions you carve yeah. out because you're like, well, but they were in a bad spot, so therefore <laughs> they did this, now which would be- technically be wrong. But see, uh, what was uh, you know, and, and that's where a lot of our society is going to these days, where you know, hey. I grew up in a bad neighborhood. Therefore, I can do whatever I want. Yeah, it doesn't work no, like that. No, and it shouldn't. It, and that's the thing is we're allowing too much. This is going to sound weird. No, in fact, I, no. Ben Shapiro says it best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good old Shapiro. Your fa- facts don't care about your feelings. Your feelings. Correct. Yes. And you know... Sometimes we need to remember that. Yes. Because there's a balance about showing empathy and care for a person. You know, let's say this scenario that you talked about, right? Yeah. I don't know the full scenario, honestly. So let's just say that scenario is what it is, right? Yeah. You know, there's a certain level of empathy and care and you, in arguments where you say this is self-defense and all this other stuff and trying to get out of life and all that, you know, get out of that lifestyle mm-hmm. and where it, it could be argued for. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. 
But at what point do you say that's the cutoff point of where you can use that emotional background as a defense for the argument yeah. against what actually happened. What happened. Right. Now, if we can look at the facts of it without emotion, be like, okay, let's say maybe the, the pimp or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, let's say the pimp groomed her from the age of like 15. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. That's not an emotional thing. It's going to elicit an emotional response because you're like, oh, that's disgusting that you yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if that is a fact, then you can use that as the fact of, hey, this is what happened. This was how she got out of it. And you're not attacking from the emotional side, you know? Yeah. And, and that's where, I, you know, I sometimes come back. It's like, where do we draw that line mm-hmm. on, yes, we want to feel empathy, but where, how far do we allow that empathy to change what we feel is justice in that situation? How much do our feelings affect how much is right in a certain situation? Yeah. Because we feel sorry for the person or because we feel indignant that they decide to break the law. And and that's where, you know, social media thrives on that. It loves that disingenuous conversation back and forth because mm-hmm. you have people literally on both sides of whatever, because there's at least minimum two sides on every issue that happens nowadays. It's rare that we're all saying the same thing on an, uh, on a certain thing, unless it's related to Goldstein. Um, <laughs> for that one, listen later <laughs> what I'm referring to. Oh, boy. Um, but it's rare that everyone's on the same side of what, you know, on, on what's happening. And instead of looking at the facts, or maybe one side wants to look at the facts, but then the other side's going to go, but my feelings... Yeah. My feelings are hurt. Respect my feelings. My feelings. And nah. that's where we're at nowadays. We're, we have an argument of feelings versus facts. And the side that's arguing, wants to argue with facts gets upset that the other side that's arguing with feelings isn't arguing with facts but feelings instead and vice versa. Feelings people are upset because... Facts people are arguing with facts and not feelings. <laughs> and instead of trying to come to a mutual understanding, they're just talking right past one another. Right. This has happened with everything from Let's Go Brandon to Russia Gate to the election of 2020. <laughs> you have people on both sides arguing from their perspective. And thinking that they are in the right only. Right. And they see that world in black and white. Either Trump won, Trump lost. Right. There's no middle ground of Trump lost, but hey, there are some weird irregularities going on. Trump, Trump won or, you know, Trump lost, but hey, there's some things that we need to look at. There's none of that. It's one lost, one lost, one lost. And it's emotion, fact. We can count the number of votes. We can argue if if some of the if some of these should be irregularities or not. You know, I'm I'm not against looking at that argument because there are some weird things that happen. Let's be honest. 
<laughs> what? What are you laughing no, at? The, the weird things that happened. Yeah. So there are weird things that happened. And, and, you know, the votes that we had counted, whether you trust the machines or the process on which they're counted or not, that those are the numbers. Yep. That's a fact. It's a fact, Jack. Whether you agree or not that that's the right number, that's an emotional response. And you kind of have to learn how to... Until proven wrong. Well, yeah. But I'm saying <laughs> you kind of have to figure out how to navigate between the two. Because if you're stuck in that black and white, that you're, you're just going to create opposition to, your, to you and your family. What I mean by that is, like, maybe you, your family not so much, but my family. Polar opposites on a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Okay? That's just going to create conflict between those of us who believe one way and those on the rest of the family who believe another way. If, if you stick to just the black and white, if you're not willing to look at the middle and say, yeah, there's some funny business going on here. Or, yeah, I understand why that woman might have stolen that bread. Or, yeah, I understand why she killed her pimp because she needed to get out. Right. Instead of going, no, murder's wrong. Don't kill. Yeah. I get why you're saying don't kill. But let's look at the situation and let's have go to a certain extent, but not all the way. Not go, when I was five, I saw a red, brush, red mushroom and that made me sad. And because I was sad at five, I shot his dog. Because <laughs> his dog was rad. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Well, no, there has to be a logical <laughs> limit to where we go. Obviously, that was a very absurd. Yeah. If I ever hear something like that in a court proceeding, go that far. I'm just going to snip it, clip it, attach it next to this, update the episode and be like, and I predict the future. It, it, yeah, it happened. <laughs> so we have to have those those limits, but we also have to come to an understanding that as much as we may like black and white, because it's more comfortable being black and white. I think it's more difficult to be black and white. No, I think it's more comfortable. Here's why. Why? In a black and white world, I know what's right and what's wrong. There's yeah. no question. Right. Well, I mean, for you maybe, but for everybody else that doesn't exactly. think so. But in, so that's, that's, what, I said, I that's say, what I said in a black and white world. If yeah. you also had a black and white, you'd say, this is black, this is white, this is good, yeah. this is bad. Yeah. I go, this is good, this is bad, this is good. I know what's good and bad based on what I believe. You know what's good and bad based on what you believe. Mm-hmm. You know, and when someone comes along and does some mystical voodoo stuff of, uh, I don't know, metal music, <laughs> you know, I can go, this is bad. And you can go, this is good. There's, there's, no, there's no, you know, that's what I said. It's easy. It's, it's easy because we're able to retreat into our own beliefs and our own systems and our own way of thinking and not try to understand where others are coming from, not try to understand the world as large and whole and complex system as it is. That's what I said. It's easy. It's an ignorant way of thinking in in our words. The gray is where we actually live and where sometimes we want to fight, or at least me, I want to fight against. And, you know, I always have that little tendency of like try to make it black and white, try to deal. Yeah. But... I'm realizing more and more as I grow older that I live in the gray. 
where things are always a little nuanced, a little different, a little more difficult, a little more complex than they seem on the surface. The surface is just the simple thing that you see and that the real meat can be a very complex soup of facts, emotions, lies, deceit, <laughs> reality, and what people want that reality to be. It doesn't take long to look in the news to see that happening because depending on the narrative that you get it from, it could look one way or another. It can look like a kid wearing a MAGA hat causing issues with a guy drumming, playing his drums. Well, that's what I'm saying. It depends on the narrative. Is that a gray area then? No, no, I'm I'm saying, I'm saying on the black and white surface, you know, on the, on the main surface, you look at it, Yeah. depending on the framing, that's what can look like. And then you start digging into it and you're like, no, there's more that happened here. It wasn't just a simple, it wasn't a kid and his friends causing issues. No. You know, it was. It was some old man getting upset by the maca hat. So there's more to it. That's what I said. There's that gray there. That's where we live. I, I guess I don't. Hmm. What? I guess I'm just not on the same page. Because I feel like if having for having black and white, yes, it's easy to kind of believe that. Until you have other people that have different black and whites. Yeah. Because then you actually have to know what you stand for or have a reason as to what you stand for or believe in or why you believe that. Yeah. and I feel like grays just allow there for be like, oh, well, it's just kind of whatever. And and that's kind of how, you you know, we are now. We're now in that gray area. We're kind of, you know, in the past, it was a lot more, they call it puritanical. You know, in the past, I'm saying, I'm not saying like the last 10 years, I'm saying, no, you know, yeah. hun, you know, hundred plus years ago where it was very much, it, it wasn't so much just an individual black and white. It was a societal black and white. Like you did this, boom, you're ostracized, you're cut out, you're killed, you're whatever, you're a witch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, as the, the world, I guess you could say, obviously the world itself physically hasn't gotten smaller. But we've gotten smaller as far as like how information spreads, how fast it spreads, ideas spread, culture spread. Hmm. You know, cultures in the past were very homogenous. You had your British culture, you know, mm-hmm. that was very homogenous. You didn't have many people coming in from America. Well, America wasn't really a thing. Um, but, you know, from India and from, you know, other places around the world, introducing what they thought was right and wrong. It was, you're born a Briton, a British kid. You were taught what was right and wrong according to British. Mm-hmm. That was it. And then you would, you know, if you're an explorer, you would in, be introduced to those other thoughts through, you know, meeting Indians or, you know, Chinese or Russians or whatever. So that's why I said. It, it, it seems simplistic to, to live in that black and white because you you go, this is true, this is false. Mm-hmm. But that reality is we do live in the gray, where everything is more complex and different than what it seems. There's always nuance and differences. Mm. And where we want to say, yes, murder, black and white, wrong, it's wrong. Right. 
And then we go, but what about in this scenario? What about in this scenario? What about an assisted, what about an assisted suicide or a euthanasia scenario? Or Right. Well, I, I guess would you still determine? So I guess it's, I'm, I guess going back to like if, no, for like, so if that's, if, from what I said earlier, from the whole like pimping thing and the yeah. girl killing him, like if that's how it happened, and if I, if, if I even have all of that right, or we'll just make it as a story and yeah, separate it. But like, so if she, I guess the reason it, it makes me nervous about if that's like if if this person does you know when whatever stuff is settled does get in trouble for how they killed the person because it wasn't in self-defense. And it was pre, you know, meditated. Obviously, well, obviously. I mean, I guess, I, I mean, that would still be wrong on how she did it. Mm-hmm. But would it be justified? And I guess that's up to the courts. Right. And their decision. Whereas, so I guess in my mind, it's still wrong in that sense black and white with that but you could still call something wrong and have it be in the gray <sighs> it was wrong but justified right. hmm. yeah, I don't know. going back to the trolley problem was it yeah. wrong to kill the one to save the five or was it wrong to kill the five to save the one <sighs> And which one's more justified than the other? Uh, That's the I, whole point. See, but it, it, at the it, same time, it, I don't feel like you can compare those. No, th- it's not a direct comparison. No, I'm not trying. But to, that's what that no. is, though. What what you're tr- what it is is you're supposed to think of which one is why is it justified for one way versus the other in, in the trolley scenario, right? And in the case of. Uh, I don't know what to call pimp, whatever. <laughs> right. You know, pimp death. Yeah. Is the death of the pimp justified? That's trolley scenario A. Yeah. Or is the continual abuse and torture of the woman justified to keep the life of the pimp? Wait, what? Because if she's no. being, because if uh-uh. she's, so. No. Th- that's the thing. No. And so it's pimp alive. And she continues to be pimped out and whatever happened to her happens, yeah. right? That's A. Or B, she kills him and is free from whatever his control. Because that's not how that has to pan out, though. Right? And there's there's other options, too. The, but she's going to yeah. need the assistance to get out. Right. I, and I understand. It's not an enclosed vacuum of, of these right. two scenarios. But that's when you start going into the what ifs, the what abouts. That's when you start hitting that gray, because you're you're trying to just because you're trying to justify something that you normally would say would be morally wrong. Well, I guess I was more under the thought of um, so she killed. Obviously, what the guy was doing was wrong, right? So that's how he paid for it. Whether that was technically right or not. Well, I don't know. So that's the thing. Well, I guess I feel like if you're looking at it with the fact of, like, feeling-wise, I'd be like, okay, well, God was coming towards him. Um, Mainly because I feel like, you know, uh, 
abuse, like sexual abuse and stuff like that, is so much more severe than other forms of abuse, I guess. Um, I mean, because even like you know, for like the Bible and stuff, it talks about how like sexual sin is, you know, not just sinning against God, but sinning against yourself and causing yourself harm. So, like sexual stuff like that is much more impacting than just, I guess, normal abuse or some other form of abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in that sense, it's like you know, with, you know, it being that sensitive of a thing, part of me also feels like, oh, well, then yeah, I mean, sure, yeah, he has that coming for him. But at the same time, I guess, was that right? Potentially, uh, if that's how it happened or whatever, I don't, again, I don't know all the fine details. comes back to that wonderful old saying. I don't know. Uh, and yeah, I'm, and I'm saying it as a question, not as a statement. Mm-hmm. But do two wrongs make a right? No. I would say no. And that's where we live at. We have all these questions of like, what ifs in these scenarios? What could have been different? Mm-hmm. Is it justified? Is it right? Is it the, it was it the right response? Right. And you know what? From our perspective, things may seem one way completely. Yeah. And God's perspective may be a completely different one that we kind of don't even comprehend. Well, that's what I'm wondering. You'd really have to, gosh, that's where I'm always going to be a failure at, but is knowing God's word and what it would have to say. Because, um, I mean, if it, obviously, this, well, I guess, it, again, it goes to the point of, you know, because I remember how we talked about how you can't, well, you know, as far as, like, it comes for, like, judging, you know, if someone's not claiming to be a Christian, you can't hold them up to, like, the Christian beliefs mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yep. So, which is one thing I always find funny is, like, how many people, you know, claim to either, like, be believe in God and be a Christian versus, I mean, when, when they don't actually even know what they're talking about. <clears throat> Murphy. <clears throat> yeah. I was going to ask that earlier too, because I thought he thought of himself as, you know, kind of having Christian yeah, well, standards, but that's obviously a load of crap. Um, so I guess and that's where, yeah. Where do you bring also the Bible into it? Well, in, in a nation like our, in a nation like ours, the United States, right? Um, I mean, we're not a biblical nation anymore. Yeah, that's so long gone. In that regard, in that regard, it is not something that is. How do I put this? It's not something that the court should probably consider. Wait, what? It's not something that the court should consider. Like, What's that not way. something that like consider. biblical standards? Oh well, no, because I'm just we saying got, we got legal standards, yeah. and right. we need to meet the legal standards of whatever. Yes. Okay? So, but if, if legally, like if she, you know, kills him, mm-hmm. you know, preemptively and stuff like that, you know, has it already pre-planned and all that jazz. Yep. So legally, would she be in trouble? Maybe. They could argue. And that's where I say it's up to the courts they, they, where they, they say, oh, well, you know, grant your circumstances, you're good to go. Yeah, they but could, that was not they okay. They could argue with self-defense still, especially if there were 
again, you would have to delve into the whole story of what happened. Right. You, know, you could say. How did she come under his service and all this other stuff? And what has she gone through during so, certain things? Like I said, let's say, I'm, since this is all, you know, example yeah. or uh, imaginary or whatever, you know, hypothetical. That's what I was looking for. Um, he groomed her since she was 15, right? Yes. If that, that if, if that was true, right? Yeah. If that was true, could easily use that as a, hey, mm-hmm. this was psychological abuse. Mm-hmm. She knew, literally did not know better. Mm-hmm. Then that makes the argument of like, hey, then was this really murder or was it defense or was it escaping? Right. Yeah. Or was it this? Or was it this? And, and that's what I could see that as being self-defense. That, that's what you know, defense lawyers are for that to help mm-hmm. you navigate that. And that's why, at least in the United States, and I'm glad of this. You are legally obligated—not obligated—you are legally given the right to have a lawyer. You know, yeah. you know, if if you if you got arrested right now, Johnson, right? You could say, "I plead the fifth, and I want a lawyer," and Stop. they they Stop. would be need to give you a lawyer yeah. before you. Could go through any, yeah. Before you would legally have to answer something. Yeah. You know, so, and I'm glad for that in the United States that we oh, have yeah. that because these lawyers know how to, in, in a way, the, unfortunately, unfortunately and fortunately, but they can, they can spin that sort of stuff to make it good for you. They can find the little, oh, the little yeah. hooks in the laws that allows them to get in and say, okay, because of this, we can use this as your defense. It, it's a double-edged sword in that regard. It's good and bad. It's good because those who are hopefully innocent of something will actually have an argument for it. Right. But unfortunately, those who have been guilty <laughs> end up sometimes getting out. And that and that brings up another question. Is it better that 10 innocent men go to jail or one guilty man go free? Which is better? Wait, what? Is it better that 10 innocent men go to jail, you know, due to like, you know, they get the wrong verdict, let's say. Right. Or one guilty man go free? I'd rather have the guilty man in jail. But what if he goes free because of, so you'd rather have the 10 in jail? No. Okay. Wait, what? Would it be better that 10 innocent men go to jail or one guilty man go free? How does that wouldn't the ten men going to jail help the one go free? No, no. Okay. How does it's a thing that's been asked for a long time? Would you rather those ten innocent go to jail or one guilty go free? I'd rather the one guilty end up going free because that means we at least have a chance. The defense has the ability to make a difference, and there might be a mistake at times where. Someone who is guilty does get to go lick free, scot free. You know, I'd rather it be a little more lenient towards the defense than not at all lenient to, to the defense, where it's it's you have to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that you're innocent. Mm-hmm. I'd rather it be that they have to prove beyond a shadow of doubt that you're guilty. And that may mean that once in a while, someone who someone did something free. gets to go free. Like, to be honest, most people think O.J. Simpson probably did it, but 
Oh, but you know what? He was acquitted, and where he was put in trial at, they can't take him back to court for that. Mm-hmm. Nothing's ever going to be perfect, man. Oh no, unfortunately, as oh well aware. <laughs> Not until heaven. Yeah, and so until then, like I said, get to live in my favorite color, gray. Yeah, oh, it's a gray shirt. Nice. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I, I didn't intentionally wear it for that. It just happened to be. Okay. It just happened to be what I, you know, the polo I had for today. But, I mean, this is where we're gonna live. Oh yeah, we're in the gray for sure. Yeah, whether we like it or not. Yeah. People like to pretend that they can have black and white, but you push them far enough, and you find out, oh, that's what's gray. 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 I haven't found, and this sounds horrible, but it's reality. I haven't found one person yet that lives full black and white. Well, I mean, nobody can. Yeah. I know a lot of people who say they do. Oh, well, yeah, no. But when you really press them on it, yeah, it's Uh, there's gray in there. There's gray. So learn to embrace the gray, sir. Oh, Learn to embrace the questioning, the doubts, the the wanting to find the flaws and the good in all the arguments. Learn to embrace it. Become the gray Jedi that will save us all. <laughs> the gray Jedi. <laughs> that it was a thing. Yeah. In, the I've, extended, I've in the extended canon, not the new canon. Not the new stuffs. No. No great Jedi's yet, but you could be the first one there, Johnson. I'll be. I've always wanted a lightsaber. Your new name is now Ray Skywalker. So, 